0: You're listening to the Mobcast Network.
1: Welcome to the cult movie, Cantina.
2: So so quiet. I know, right? So Try something different. Okay.
1: Some, it's it's a very intimate show. It's only me and you.
2: <laughs> it is very intimate. I feel like we should be sitting around a fire with like coffee cups. That would be with wonderful. Saucers.
1: It's too hot for I like cannot legit wait. Coffee.
2: Cu- you can put whatever you want in the coffee cup.
1: Right, but I cannot wait for like bonfire weather.
2: Oh yeah, I always look forward to bonfire weather. We,
1: we may have to f- a find a bonfire and do a bonfire podcast. Yes, please. That may have to happen. <laughs> anyway (laughs) welcome to the cult movie cantina this podcast takes a look at our favorite cult films introduce them to someone who hasn't seen them me pairs them with a great alcohol beverages she's not here she's not and then talk about it um this week is cult meeting and so we recap the last episode and talk about other stuff and introduce you to what we'll be watching next i'm your native american pop culture spirit guide scotty
2: I am Justina, the jellical jester,
1: and she who knows no movies.
2: Ah, uh, fine, Admiral. She who knows no <laughs> movies. <laughs> See, it's fun. It's okay. fun. Okay. How was your weekend? <laughs> so, I went to the beach this weekend. Nice. I did. Megan is in town. Oh, wonderful! I like and Megan. she got a condo on the beach, and I got really intoxicated Sunday, and fought a pier. I did win. I did win. How'd you, how'd but it it tried to kill me. Okay, so I went swimming and hit a point what was I trying to get my glasses? And I, Derby Wife's here and Derby Wife's like, I'll hand them to you. I was like, Derby no, wife's I always got here. It. I think the audience yeah. knows that. Like if I'm ever just asking a question that's never answered, it's it's Derby Wife. But I was like, No, I can get out and get them myself. So I decided to battle the upper body strength to pull myself onto the pier from the water where I can't touch. Right. Yeah. Um, there were barnacles on the pier mm-hmm. that she was like, Hey, look out for the barnacles. It's like, I'm not touching them. It's fine. I'm using my arms. I'm not touching them. I'm not touching I, them. So, like, I ended up cutting my right ankle. Oh, and that was oh, like when I got out of the water, thing. it was it was just bleeding. It was really bad down my foot. Oh. And I sliced up the whole bottom of my left foot. Got to watch out and for flesh eating
1: bacteria now.
2: Bruises all over my arms. Because
1: that water is infested with flesh eating bacteria. I'm going to show you.
2: No, I lighter. don't need No, I don't need no, to see it. No, either. I'm not showing you my feet. I'm going to show you my bruises. Wow. They're really pretty. I'm going to show you. That's weird. Not right now cuz I don't feel weird. like taking off my jacket yet. That's but weird. <laughs> I have a lot. I mean, I love you. I, just from but I, it's just from pulling myself I mean, out look, of the water look, onto a Honestly,
1: beer. I mean, if you were in some sort of accident and you know, I would pull you out of it. I would look at your wounds and treat but you.
2: But not with me pulling myself no, out of the water. What no. if the water was trying to drown me? But you're not in the water now. But no, because I saved myself. Right.
1: So afterwards, uh, like during the crisis, I got you, boo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show my bruises. But after it, I'm like, you know, I'm squeamish. I'm, I barely can watch horror films. <laughs> well,
2: I got like so you can see some of these. Oh, look, look gross! At that. Look, look at these pretty bruises. <laughs> uh, why? What do you they do? get what? so much better.
1: Like I have, a, I have a I have a surgery scar. I don't even like looking at, and it's
2: <laughs> really you don't. You're like, uh oh, don't look at oh, it. Oh no! You know what? I get that one. No, no, no. It's hard to look at my I, surgery I, scars. I uh.
1: I didn't bandage myself when it, I mean, I did, but it was like, I just kind of, you know, it's it's on my, it was right below my neck and so on my chest. And so I was like, I know the general area and I'll just stick the bandaid there.
2: Did you ever hit it? Do you know? Do yeah, you I even did, know? Yeah, I, I,
1: just, I, I nailed it every time. Did you? Yeah.
2: Okay. You think you nailed it.
1: Sure. No one said, hey, that looks weird.
2: <laughs> hey, that, that bandage is not over a wound. Is yeah, that we, supposed to be that way?
1: Yeah, You did that wrong.
2: <laughs> Anyway, so that was my weekend. It was great, though. I had a wonderful time. Okay, good. I just ended battered, battered, and you know.
1: I'm glad you made it though.
2: Yeah, I, d- I am too. I'm
1: glad. You, I'm glad you, yeah.
2: But it was a good weekend. How was your weekend? Oh, uh, quiet.
1: wasn't bad. Yeah.
2: You didn't fight any peers.
1: Did not fight any peers. No, no. Uh, only thing big I did. I went to the movies. I saw. Uh, did apo- you? I was
2: like, did you forget what you saw? You or? know, I saw.
1: I saw Apocalypse Now. You ever heard
2: of it? Maybe. There's a lot of apocalypse movies. Um, This one is not
1: an apocalypse film. It's just called Apocalypse Now.
2: Uh, Like, are they being figurative with their title? right. Okay. They're being figurative. Is it a bromance?
1: No. Okay, just curious. (laughs) No, not a bromance at all. Um, It's a Vietnam War movie about um, the U.S. government secretly sends out uh, a soldier to go kill... Another U.S. soldier who has went off the, um, he's went crazy and he's, gotten, he's been okay. doing his own missions across from Vietnam and, K- and Cambodia, which you weren't supposed to do, and he's killed a lot of people. And
2: I'm like, oh, we got to take him out, guys.
1: And so and, and so he takes a, a boat ride with his Navy guys to go up the river to go do, the, you know, and so it's their little adventure going up the river and okay. going to kill, um, it's based on a book called uh, *Heart of Darkness* by Joseph Conrad. But it's written in the 1800s.
2: I really like when we talk about movies based on books because every time I leave, wanting to read the book.
1: It's a good book. It's um, it, it was a movie that people have been trying to make for a very, very long time, including Orson Welles. Orson Welles wanted to do it before he did *Citizen Kane*. And the way he is, he wanted, the one that did it. Yeah, he he. Okay. Well, no, no, he didn't do *Apocalypse Now*. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola, who did um, Apocalypse Now, he d- he directed Godfather, Godfather 2 and 3. Okay. And uh, a bunch of other films. He won his Oscars for the Godfather films, though. And um, he made this in the 60s and nearly killed him and Martin Sheen. And there's there's a, a great documentary called Heart of Darkness that his wife did with all the footage that she was shooting while they were making this movie. And she brought it up. They, they, they put it out like. 10 years later 12 years later whatever that's cool yeah and so you just realized hey, how crazy coppola was making it martin sheen had a heart attack huge stars and he had a heart attack during the night so i didn't think he was gonna oh make gosh. it can you imagine that <laughs> the best one is so brando marlon brando's is this, you know, huge star right huge start and you know coppola put him in the godfather what movie that? He, the
2: he, huge star yeah what was that? marlon brando Uh, he's an actor no i got you so far
1: (laughs) uh he is the godfather in the godfather film i haven't seen those (laughs) i know you haven't and so uh it's in guys and dolls he's in uh uh on the waterfront street gardening desire
2: no have i seen that have i read it have i seen it you probably read it i probably read it so, no. No. So, yes. I don't think
1: you know any Marlon Brando fans. No, you're
2: like, huge star. And he is. Right. <laughs> of, uh, right. Oh. So, I don't know. so Anyway, so he's in it? People are
1: screaming at you right now on the podcast. He's
2: on the heart attack. Yeah. It's a, no, no. Yeah.
1: Martin Sheen had the heart attack. Oh, my bad. Martin Sheen's Sorry, the, guys. Martin Sheen's the president on the West Wing.
2: Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I knew who he was. All right, he's no, double... Charlie Sheen's dad. Right? Charlie Sheen's dad. And Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Amelia yeah. I, like, I, that's got to be upsetting.
1: Because he's, uh, he's actually an Estevez, not Sheen. He changed his name. Right. So, but, um, so Martin, uh, Marlon Brando is like supposed to, I do too, uh, Marlon Brando is supposed to you know, be, you know, be the villain in this movie. And the villain's this Green Beret built army dude, right? Right. Just badass. Um, Brando, A, shows up not knowing his line, B, fat <laughs> and not read the book and not given a care. <laughs> and so...
2: And we're all talking about for the
1: for apocalypse now, the one you
2: just saw. Yeah, right. For, okay. the, for
1: the one I just saw, and so what they did was they shot him all in shadow and shot him at different angles, so and above his gut, so they couldn't see how fat he was, and so it's it's beautifully surreal, artistically done, but it's all because Brando showed up overweight, and
2: that's amazing.
1: And so and a lot of, some stuff he would just ad lib and talk about, and they cut put that in, and other stuff like when he's talking to Martin Sheen, there are literally scenes where. Martin Sheen's back is to the audience, and he's talking like an over-the-shoulder shot and stuff. But the lines are on like Martin Sheen's chest.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, that has got to be upsetting. To oh, it, to everybody Co- else.
1: Coppola was furious, but so. But the movie came out. They, they shot in '76. It took two years to almost make it complete, and then they brought it out in '79. Uh, the other big controversy was it won the the big award at the uh, Cannes Film Festival. And but it was a work print; it wasn't completed, and people just lost their mind. It's not a finished print. The French got because it's a French thing. Yeah, the French lost their shit. So you know, so that's so. But anyway, so um, he he came out. It was he had it. Uh, it was nominated for Oscar. Oscars. It, it did. It did. I think it won one or two. Um, then in two thousand one, he made a new cut of it. Coppola did, called the Redux or the Redo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know know how, you know, I've heard both ways, it's longer, and then, and that's okay, and they added stuff, and it's interesting, but it's like, I don't have to see this anymore, Yeah. and so, for the the 40th anniversary, they brought it back and did a 4K cut, and they did a, a, they, they called this the final cut, and it's basically not as long as the redux, but it's uh, longer than the re- re- so it's like in the okay. middle. Yeah, it's in the middle. So I liked it. It's long. It's you know, and but it's pre- it was pretty. Lawrence Fishburne, Morpheus.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yep. in it. He's Morpheus, in,
1: Morpheus is in it, and it's, it's his first movie, and he's supposed to be playing this seventeen-year-old kid on a, on the boat. He's a gunner on this little boat, and he lied about his age. So he, he was fourteen when he made it. That's awesome. And Dennis Hopper's well in done. It. And <laughs> interesting side note: I learned about Dennis Hopper on the film. Um... Dennis Harper is crazy, and you've seen he's been in a lot of stuff. But he's—he's. He's,
2: I don't know names. Right, well, I know you don't names, so. and I'm
1: trying to think of things you might have seen him in. Um, the only, uh, but he's uh, anyway. Look it up, you'll find something. But um, he's—he was a drug addict, big drug addict, especially during this time. And he got um, 14-year-old Lawrence Fishburne hooked on heroin <laughs> during the making of this movie. <laughs> okay. I learned that this weekend. So, <laughs> fun facts all right but cool. i saw it. it was a special showing so they only did a two-day showing and I, I got to see it in go um in pensacola so
2: it, this isn't the because there's something else to, it was lord of the rings yeah that's coming that's in coming in mississippi no
1: it was in mississippi but i found out they do it in Gulf shores and i'm going to see it in Gulf shores much closer yeah it is so i'm going to go see it in Gulf shores and no.
2: then you'll be so close to that diner no because
1: it's at the cop theater so you it's just, just
2: right over the bridge you yeah. say no it's like a mile away.
1: Yeah, but I don't want to go across. You're the like,
2: well, there's a bridge though, Justina. No. There's a bridge. Technically, if, there's two.
1: I mean, if I go on a Sunday, I'm going to the, I'll do the diner for breakfast, at the beach, and then come back and see the movie. Hey, I've I've thought about. it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find us on uh the if if you're not listening to us on YouTube, you can find us on Mopcast Network. Um, please subscribe. We're getting a few more subscribers. I'd like to get more of that. You can also join the cult at the cult movie cantina. Facebook page. We also have a T public page. You can find that also all on ScottyWhite.com. We're going to be at the at Gra, the Halloween Festival, October 26th and 27th, here at Gamers and Geeks, where we're recording. Um, Gamers and Geeks is our favorite game store. You can go find them at gamersandgeeks.tcplayerpro.com. And they have your magic, Yu Gi Oh!, Pokemon, Warhammer 40k, and a whole lot more. And you can play stuff. So, yay! <sighs> Plugs are done. <laughs>
2: You did a great job with that, though. You really thank, powered through. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> trying to get better. I think I'm going to split it up and I'll have everyone say stuff. Just <laughs>
2: say it really slow and then speed it up and post right. so it sounds like the radio where it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Side effects include.
1: <laughs> so last week we saw the never-ending story. Yes, we did. And we talked about it. We did talk about and it. It, we was did. A, it was fun. We yeah, we yeah, learned that some, that director nearly little... killed his actor.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> repeatedly. That poor kid. One thing we 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 touched on a,
1: a little bit, we didn't touch on a lot was the never ending story song.
2: I love that song. Right,
1: everyone does. Oh,
2: I should have looked it up so I can come back and sing it. I forgot to do that.
1: <laughs> I found some I found some fun facts yes, to, today for about this song. So the never ending story. Song was composed by uh, Giorgio Marauder. And lyrics by Keith Forsey. He's also the guy who composed the uh, Oscar-nominated "Flashdance" song, flash song. "What a Feeling," okay, which you probably don't know, but nope, early '80s. I song.
2: probably do if I heard it. Probably. You ever seen "Flashdance"? No. You
1: know what "Flashdance"
2: is about? Is it dancing while flashing people? Sort of. I th- I tried. To is it like th- a mob dance, like where everybody just does it?
1: No, <laughs> it's uh, that was before mob dancing. Um, I've not seen it in a very, very long time, but from what I, I, I tried to tell the story of it when we asked what would the what the story of Whippet was, and then that's st- why it came up. Yeah, then yeah, Stephanie yeah. ruined it because okay. Stephanie likes to ruin things. <laughs> she did here. it so smoothly too,
2: and she was like, "That's flash dance. and you're like, "Stop, yeah, stop!"
1: And um, you s-
2: you could have done it right now, right? And I still wouldn't have.
1: No, so but flash Dance is um young girls trying to be a dancer in new york and uh she's a welder on this like as her day job
2: a welder that's cool yeah she's a badass welder yeah, and, she is. and
1: then she but she's a wonderful dancer and this you know it was this, this weird surprise hit in the early 80s and so she's in like she's famous for being like in kind of this yoga leotard wear with the 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 socks the half socks right right that you know so that the was ba-
2: th- the ballet warmers. yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah like yeah. the leg warm that thing was a that became a hit socks. yeah i couldn't think of the word leg warmer uh the leg warmers became a huge thing like it's like 1983 no leg warmers after 83 leg warmers everywhere and so all right so this was the age of leg word but I he wrote bring those so- back he wrote uh a flash dance what a feeling was an no- oscar-nominated song so i I think it won. I'm not sure. After I, I didn't go further on my research on that. All right. So the song is pr- performed by uh, Lamal, who's British, and he's the lead singer of Kaja Gogo. Kaja Gogo, excuse me, Kaja Gogo, who was famous for their one hit uh, "Too Shy" back in the '80s. Back, uh, the backup vocal, vocals were by Beth Anderson. She recorded her track in America, and she does not appear in the video. They used someone fr- who was a backup dancer in their. Gugu videos to, to lip-sync her part for the video.
2: Then they just liked the way she looked more? Yeah, and they Ugh. didn't want to
1: fly Beth over to... That's to d- stupid. So, um, here's something int- here's some interesting things. Yes, so, please. following this uh, the season's release of um, Stranger Things on July 4th, interest in the never-ending story surged. Viewership of the original video, how much do you think it increased on YouTube?
2: Since... Stranger Things? Yes, because of Stranger Things. Are we talking about percentage or you want like a legit number? No, percentage. Oh,
1: 95%. 800%.
2: Oh, that's out of 100 people, out of 100.
1: No, no, no. It No, no. It went up over that. So, you know, if it went over, you know, for a month it was 100% of that time. It went eight times that much. Okay. So, that's why it was oh, 800%. I <laughs> that's so,
2: in I, retrospect, mine would have been 950% since we were just... <laughs> Going over that. so uh, uh, On Spotify
1: reported 825% increase. Um, Lamal ingri- uh, expressed gratitude for Netflix for this. While he had not watched the series, he was told of the song's inclusion by his nephews and watched the clip of the yeah. pair singing. So that's cute. Uh, it reached number one in Japan, Spain, Sweden, and Switzerland. Number four in the UK. And how do you think it did in the US?
2: Um, what are we talking Like on... S- the Spotify? Top, or? No,
1: the US. There was no Spotify in 84. Oh, so the, oh you're uh, talking about? Okay, okay. So okay, the, okay. Hot, the, the Billboard Top 100. Mm. Hot 100. Nine. 17. Okay. Reached six, though, on the adult contemporary chart.
2: So I have a question for you. Yeah. With how much it increased since the show, do you think it has more to do with people who are nostalgic and hadn't thought about that? Because, you know, a you, you, uh, life. Adulting is hard, right? Right. Right, right. right. It's stress, drama. So you don't seem like you don't think about those things until something reminds you, and you're like, "Oh, I have to watch that. It's been so long." Or do you think it was more the younger generation that didn't know it and was like, "Oh, there's a whole movie based around this song." I think it's a combo of the two. Yeah.
1: I think I mean, Stranger Things definitely brings in that crowd of nostalgia, like me, who lived in the '80s, and and that's one of the draws for for me. Um, I was one of the people after seeing that scene and watching that episode, I went back and YouTube never any story and listened to it. Cause has been forever since I had heard it. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so I think it's both. I think it's also the younger folks who are not, who's never, a
2: ever seen or heard, heard of, of yeah.
1: check it out. I, I'm curious about, I mean, we'll never know from Amazon, Amazon numbers or whatever, but I wonder, I'm curious how much how many people bought it and rented it since stranger things. Yeah. And so, but it's, um, that is an interesting thing to there, think about. Yeah, um, I've noticed there's now an increase of covers of it on YouTube. Oh yeah. Yeah, just you know, um, you know, all kinds of stuff people's done from acoustic covers to heavy metal covers to ukulele covers to acapella. I mean, it's. You know, and it's all you know, and it's all newer stuff because I don't think
2: <laughs> any of those covers are ever going to come close, though, to Dustin and his girlfriend singing it.
1: <laughs> that was beautiful. So I, I looked up some covers for this, and for this, so outside of the Stranger Things cover, Dustin and his girl, um, Jimmy Fallon and Stephen Colbert covered it as a Stranger Things promo. So they did it as with what? Yeah, Colbert and Jimmy uh, Fallon did it. And it was cute. Why did I look that up? And so I'll, I will post all of these on the website. So okay. On our show notes, you okay, will see cool. you can see so you can see the links to that.
2: Check show notes.
1: Um, yes.
2: <laughs> Making note of that.
1: Uh, there's a Japanese version recorded in 2013 by the E Girls.
2: Oh, they were ahead of their times.
1: Um, there's a punk version by New Found Glory in 2000. There's a Canadian industrial version by a band called the Birthday Massacre, which I think is a great name.
2: <laughs> uh, we've actually been so Derby Wife introduced me to that band. They're pretty great.
1: So you, yeah, I had never heard of them. And so, so I hadn't either until. I mean, I know some industrial, but I was like, wow. we went
2: to Dothan for that game.
1: And so wow, so well that worked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they released a version of it in 2004. Look at them. There's a sweetest melodic power band. Uh, uh, let me try that again. A sweetest melodic power metal band version by Dragonland.
2: That's a lot of words you just yeah, said. Right there. I listened
1: to it too. It wasn't it wasn't bad. It's very very fast and real fun. Um, there's a Norwegian synth pop pop version by Echo Image, and of course Stephanie showed us the, what I love uh, w- the German Dad version. Yeah, which was cute. It was cute. And so we'll share that. So yeah, so that's uh, what I found out about the never ending Story.
2: Well, how fun is that? Yeah. I um, was- so I found out that Dustin's girlfriend is not. The original was it? Moon child? Moon, moon child? moon child's daughter. Like I had said right. that I had heard. So that led nowhere. It she actually came from a family like where she was homeschooled and her mom's like a I don't know, like a teacher or something. Obviously, she homeschooled her. But I get like, they weren't, she didn't come from a family of people in the business. Right, right, right. So, She's the first. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, well, never mind. Right. So, But well, she was good at it. So. Yeah, she was.
1: Uh, we and they had, both sang really well. Speaking of Moonchild, <laughs> we had a contest. And uh, we wanted you to, you know, we thought that Moonchild wasn't the greatest name you could give a child like Empress.
2: What was her original?
1: Childlike Empress.
2: Childlike Empress. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's childlike Empress. Yeah, the
1: Childlike Empress.
2: So when I picture her, because okay, I'm just going to throw mine down, right? Sure, go ahead. Okay, so when you have a name like Childlike Empress, I, just, I picture an adult who hasn't quite grown up.
1: So that's kind of how she's described in the book.
2: Okay, good. Oh, good. She's good. childlike, like but she's not a child. Yeah, like she was a child in the movie. Yeah,
1: she is like a straight eight-year-old. In fact, she... She had lost her two front teeth during the production of this movie, and so they she has false teeth in her mouth, and so she had to learn to speak all of the crazy you lines. You lose
2: your two front teeth at like six or seven. Some people
1: loo- don't lose them until they're 11.
2: That's crazy. No, you can... Yeah, you can, I mean, it's crazy. I, yeah. I'm not saying I yeah, don't believe you. Yeah, it's not common, you. but it happened. It's I think she's
1: she was eight or nine when she lost them.
2: Well, that's crazy. Uh, so anyway, but I, but I picture an adult... Like never-ending story adult where it's like, I refuse to grow up and I'll be here where I can be a kid for forever. Like Robin Williams, that's what I'm picturing. Or okay? like Peter Pan. So, <laughs> he can be Peter Pan. He was Peter he Pan. He was Peter yeah, Pan. that's what I'm saying. And Hook. The never-ending story. Never sto- not- Neverland. Never yes, that's what I meant. That's what I was thinking of. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> oh, so many nevers. <laughs> so, that's what I'm pictur- picturing. So, I don't feel like child should have been in her name. when When he gave her moon child, like I he was being lazy, first of all. Uh, like he was just using the name he already had. Right. Um, so I'm gonna go with quartz woman.
1: Quartz woman.
2: Woman, yes.
1: Why? Why quartz?
2: Because it was the delicacy in the rocks in the limestone.
1: But she's not a rock person.
2: No, but that's what I picked. Because <laughs> she's a delicacy in their um, world. That's okay,
1: I went with Talabrina. I'm sorry. What? Talabrina.
2: I thought you said Calabrina. I was like, Are you calibrating something? No, Calabrina with the T. Okay. Well, are you thinking thought, of Thumbelina?
1: No, I just thought it sounded royal.
2: Talabrina.
1: Talabrina sounds like it's got some gravitas to it.
2: That's actually a pretty good name. Right? I'm proud of you for an empress. I really dislike naming things. That's like one of my least favorite things to do. So, but naming having kids, um, naming um, myself.
1: Hold, hold on, having having named three human beings. Oh yeah, that was that how was stressful the worst. Is that? I've never named a human being.
2: It. I think I put more stress on it than most people. Because I have a name, to me, that I always found unique, but not off the wall. I went to a school with a lot of students once. I was the only Justina.
1: You're the only Justina I know.
2: And usually, if you find others, if you meet somebody else, it's Justina with a U, right. or it's Justine. Right. It's not Justina yeah, very but, yeah,
1: often. Yeah, I, I've never met another Justina with a
2: Justina. So So, um, I love my name. And then I had girls. And so, to me, it was like, I want them to have that experience where they can be different but they're not blueberry, you know. Like there's a line. It was. <laughs> did you think so about stressful. naming a kid blueberry? Do you know a kid named blueberry? <laughs> Isn't it like one of the favorite, like famous rappers or something? Don't they have a kid named blueberry?
1: I. Uh, I don't know. Beyonce and Jay Z have Blue Ivy.
2: Close enough. So, I, I I did stress about that a lot. I really like the name Melody for Mackenzie, and I got talked out of it, mainly because somebody discovered that it was Ariel's daughter's name in The Little Mermaid. And they're like, you're just doing it for that, aren't you? First of all, and you should yes, yes, I am. You should have yes, like owned it. But I was young when I had her. So it was like, you're going to have to grow up and well, whatever. So we, Mackenzie was <laughs> like, decided This is my baby. On, and then right after. I'll name her Tonka if I want to. Uh, right after Mackenzie was like, that's her name. We were in the hospital. There were two other Mackenzie's on our on our hall. Oh, I bet you were oh, mad. I was I was pissed. Sorry, I got a question. So yeah.
1: I, I, I don't I, you may not know this answer. So you name your child. Is there a grace period? You'd be like mm, no I wanna change it. <clears throat> Or once Ooh. you say it, are you are you locked I think, in?
2: I think once... I can say it however many times I want to, but once you put it on their birth certificate right. and sign the birth certificate, right. that's a legal document. You
1: can't be like, hold on, let me, let's me let just well, sh- I mean, shred that and make another one. Technically, you
2: can, because you can change your name, but I think I mean, yeah, I'd can, have to go through the whole process. You know, yeah. the
1: pro- like, I'm like, not why they're still new. Like
2: just, you- I was trying to explain it to Mackenzie, actually, the other day about... We were talking about names and getting married and what name you would pick and... All the stuff I was like, well baby, you could take you could keep your name if you wanted and shoot like her mind was, blown. I was like, You could change your whole you could when you go to get married, you don't just have to change your last name. You could go in and become a whole new person. You are legally changing your name. So like you could go in you could go in and like if you're marrying a Smith, just become like Joyce Broth Smith. Like you could change every piece of it if you wanted to. Right. So I told her, I was like, if you just don't like something about your name, just change it when you get older. It's fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, she could be 18. Just go get
2: married when you do it, and then you don't have to pay for it. Not really. <laughs>
1: oh, Probably by the time she gets married, they'll, they'll figure out a way to charge you. Oh, yeah. Probably.
2: I mean, you have to get the marriage license, but uh, it's. Yeah. So Anyway, uh, it was mad stressful to name them. I will say Mackenzie, uh, Chris kind of had Mackenzie lined up as a name, so I spelled it. Because I didn't like the little c. Right. And then Josh really liked Penelope when we met. That was the name he had. So by the time that I hit Calliope, which is the third girl, I I was tapped out. I was like, (laughs) I got nothing left. So Calliope (laughs) is the name that I kind of came up with. And it took months. Months. Isn't
1: Penelope and Calliope, they're both muses, right?
2: I believe so, yes.
1: So it worked out anyway. It did.
2: It really did. And I, I love Calliope's name. I'm glad. Because I still had those people that are like, that's a weird name. And people are going to think it's K- what is it? Calliope. That's how it looks. Calliope. I was like, well, it's not Calliope. So just say it right. Calliope's got um, kind of a cool name, too. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. I just shared an intimate detail with you guys. Please don't exploit that. It's Calliope.
1: We'll see what she says when she's older. It's Calliope. She'd be like, Mom, I'm Calliope now. No, you're not. Oh,
2: <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> Uncle, Scotty says Uncle Scotty's going to start coming over and be like, hi, Calliope. Calliope.
1: Calliope. I wouldn't do that, baby. Please don't. I might do that to that baby. <laughs>
2: so I always had a hard time with it. But I don't know if everybody does. I don't think
1: I've ever named anything outside of my car. and like characters and stuff. Even I've created, thinking about
2: like, naming my car. My car doesn't have a name. My car has a name. I know, but mine doesn't.
1: I, yeah, I can't. Like... I have a name if I what ha- is have it? a child, but I'm like you because I'm I you know I pick things that I like, and so, um, like how you would have totally done Melody if if it was yeah, Ariel's daughter. If I know. wasn't so young and right. influenced at the right, time, right? See, she could have been. Melody. I'm obsessed with Rachel Summers. My daughter is going to be named Rachel.
2: <laughs> is it going to be Rachel Summers White? <laughs> no.
1: no, 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 just the first name.
2: I mean, Rachel's a good name. Rachel's a great name. I, yeah,
1: I, I, I like it. But um, and I've th- thought about that t- since I was like eleven. That's adorable. i like, We need to get you a cat. N- no, <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> name, would, name what, the cat Rachel. I would not ra- waste that on a cat.
2: <laughs> Dog. What? What? is your fancy right now? See, I, Goldfish. I wouldn't. Name, they die quick. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I. Well, see, you can Plant be, you
2: a Rachel tree.
1: <laughs> be like a Rachel tree. <laughs>
2: A little, little bit more sturdy, you know, like <laughs> right. they, they might this, outlive this you. Tr-
1: tree's name Rachel, <laughs> it's my friend. Uh, back to names though. Um, our winner it was um, Michael. Hey, Michael. And he's he, he, the dice liked him because he was. We have some really interesting names, and I've got some of our favorites on here. But uh, um, Michael actually did an image for it. Oh, yeah, and he said we should go um, basic and just named her Brittany. With one T, <laughs> which is beautifully in southern.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I was like, all right, Brittany. And the little kid run to the window and be like, it's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> Brittany.
1: <laughs> she comes back. She got overalls on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs> and some chew and just. <clears throat>
2: oh, Brittany. Stop it. <laughs> trying
1: to j- jump in the general Lee. I. <laughs> we so
2: don't short. need a
1: dragon. We got this car. <laughs> Uh other ones was um Reagan said, <laughs> this is fun testilatia? Testicalatia?
2: that definitely looks like
1: testicle It looked like testicle to me too, and I think that's the joke, but she put a, she put a, a pronunciation and I forgot to copy paste that, so she's probably giggling. We're sorry, <laughs> drew said Karen or pickles.
2: Pickles. Pickles. And that kid be like, pickles, It's what I needed for my sandwich.
1: <laughs> and then Jason suggested chlamydia, but I think he's thinking of a doctor rather than a contest.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Jason doesn't
1: hurt when you pee, Cause <laughs> but congratulations, Michael. I've already reached out to him, and I know his address, so I can send him a cool Scotty White prize pack that has some neat stuff, including our, we have, well, I'm giving away Coasters. That have our logo and stuff on it, cult movie. So we cant-
2: can save your furniture. Yep, you're from, welcome.
1: You know, you're from all the drinks. Unless
2: you want rings, then just carry them around for cool points.
1: But uh, thanks for playing. We have other another cool prize contest lined up for next week's movie, so stay tuned. I have a really, I'll talk about that at the end of the show, but I have some, I have really cool stuff. So uh, talk about movie theater etiquette. Can I?
2: Yes, please. Was this something you experienced yes. when we watched The Lion King? No, no, no. Or no, no are we talking no. about Apollo now? No,
1: no. I, I was if 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 it was um, me or The Lion King, that was all my fault, and I was inebriated.
2: Oh, you didn't misbehave. If that's if you're wondering if you stood up and yelled at that baby, no, you did not. <laughs> but you had comments. But I wanted to yell at that baby. <laughs> you, you did. So I'm really proud of you and for so your restraint. Because Pierre <laughs> Justina would have had some talking to. So the baby, right? Pierre Justina would have been like, "Hey, kid." <laughs> You want to go play in the lobby?
1: <laughs> so, um, I went to another, this wasn't for Apocalypse Now, but, um, so I went to another movie a couple weeks ago, and they had assigned seating, which is the new thing now, you can.
2: Yeah, I've, I've experienced that when I went to Huntsville. Right. That and was I, the first time. And
1: I love it. And so, I have a specific, do you have a specific spot in the theater you like to sit? Yes. Where, where is for you?
2: Like, at the front when you walk up. Because it has the bars, and I, I have to put my feet up. So you my like, knees. The,
1: like that third row where the bar is, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, right. of my knees, yeah, yeah. Right, I got gotcha. you. I have I like either middle section, okay, on either side, but on the the far the right or the far left.
2: So not like in the middle, no but middle up. Right. on the side. You, know, okay. they, you yeah. know, The
1: bigger theaters have like that. It's like you're not in the main part. You're kind of just on the side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Typically, there's not a lot of people there, and I like to usually sit against the wall so I can kind of lean, stretch out, and kind of get comfortable right. there. Right. Um, this was not an option for me at this theater I went to for, to see this movie, and so I got. I like to sit on the aisle mm-hmm. mainly because I, you know, if people want to get, in, I can just get up and let everyone come in and go. I don't. Yeah. Wanna, I don't.
2: Straddle me, lady. Right. Straddle me. I don't me.
1: like that. I get so uncomfortable. I, just I, I don't
2: know which way to go. Like, should I show them my furniture? Should I show them? My right, back? right. I'm just,
1: and I, I'm just like, and it's not my fault. But I'm always, a, like I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like booty. I'm just sitting here and I'm apologizing. So I just, I feel terrible. So I usually sit on the end so I can stand up and let anyone in and out, and not a big deal. So here's here's what happens. This movie was not packed. There was a lot of open seats. I Did got, you
2: park in one spot of the parking lot and then everybody parked around you? No, so I got.
1: Okay. I, but it's assigned seating, right? I know. So I got my seat, which was at the very top on the on the aisle, and then ten minutes later, this couple came in and they had seats right by me. That's what I'm saying. Like you they, park right, in yeah, the middle of a parking right. lot. and There's no one around you, and they're right one by. Car. Me. And so here's what I think. The movie, the movie's about to start. The theater is not. There's not. There's nobody. No one else coming. Okay. Right? You. You know. And if there was, there's plenty of room. So do I move,
2: mm.
1: or do I stay?
2: What did you do? Okay. Can I guess? Yes. I want to say that you stay. Yes, I stay. And you made it really awkward because they didn't move. Right. Okay. <laughs> yes. Killed it. Because
1: I, I was a. I enjoyed the movie. It took me a little while to turn them off. They were. They were lovely. They weren't rude. They weren't anything. But it was like, there's a whole theater. Why do you have to sit here?
2: <laughs> I wonder if the whole time they were like, there's two of us. Shouldn't he just move? Because there's only one. Right. Of them. Like, I don't think
1: we, they're having the same. I think they're having like, the same. Should time. we move? We should. Right. Move. So I don't know what the etiquette is because I feel like if I move, it's it's I'm projecting that it's because of it, and it is because of them. But they didn't do anything wrong.
2: You just don't want to be that close to them. I, you're right because it's, and I don't want to be like, ooh, I don't. You know. I don't know how to act
1: for that situation. So I just sit there and suffer.
2: <laughs> just stand up and be like, hi, you guys are lovely. Um, I just can't be this close to civilization. I'm going to be moving. It's right. not you. It's me. <laughs> right,
1: right. But also, that also makes me look like a jerk and weird. So
2: I, <laughs> he's, I, I he's talking. He's and, talking it, to us.
1: Right. And so it took me about 10 minutes into the movie until I kind of relaxed about it. But I was like, I mean, I had popcorn. and I was like, I don't know if I'm disturbing them. And... The dude beside me. I mean, How close were you guys? I mean, we were close.
2: Like, was there any spots between you? No. Like, like it was you, one person, right. and another yeah. person. And
1: we, we had the bigger seats, you know, the kind of like the recliner seats that these fancy theaters have. But it was like, <laughs> so a recliner seat next to, a recliner seat next to, and they were just right by me. But that's where their tickets were. That's where they got their tickets at. Right. So, I, you know, they had a right to be there. I'm not saying they didn't, but it was still weird for me. And that's because I'm crazy.
2: So what I probably would have done, because I don't like confrontation, um, and the best way for me to handle that is to go, oh, God, I spilled my soda, and kind of clean it up, and then be like, oh, and then shuffle over. That way it's like, oh, I have to leave you. I'm sorry. It wasn't uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I really enjoyed sitting next to you. I'm sorry, guys. I have to go because of the soda. (laughs) I, don't know if I, could I was like, "Are you thinking about it right now? Are you a little upset you didn't do that?"
1: Kind of, kind of. Yeah. I, I, but then I would or worry. just
2: move weird and be like, what? "This, this doesn't." There's a bar in the back sticking out. Dang it! I knew <laughs> I picked the wrong seat.
1: So you would find a a yes. a, a nice ruse to get out.
2: Yes, I would. That yeah. way, nobody's hurt, nobody's offended, right. but I get to leave.
1: So I don't know. That's
2: I, exactly what I would do, and I would say it out loud. Because normally in your uh, mind you're just like, oh, the seat sucks. I, I have to move. I'd be like, this seat sucks. <laughs> I t- tell you what, I'm. I, this is how
1: sad it is. Okay. I I'll t- I'll t- tell you what, I'm considering doing now, just buying two seats.
2: Don't buy two seats. Just, just move. But, it, but just move, like, man. Like if
1: you and I saw a movie together, it wouldn't bother me at all. You sitting by me cause I.
2: That would have now. What you were just explaining right. that would have bothered. And
1: me. I'm like, but it's, it's I don't like know these people, and it's like, there's a whole row. They could they. I mean, you could they could have. Moved a seat over both of them and still had you know
2: tons of room. Yeah, tons
1: of room. So I I I I couldn't move over because I was literally on the aisle.
2: I want to say though, if I went with another person, if Jennifer and I went, and we were sitting right next to you, not you, because if we were sitting next to you, we'd stay. Obviously, Lion King showed us that. But if we were <laughs> like if we were sitting next to one person, and then the movie started, I want to say that one of us, whoever was like here, would just. Probably. I'd be, like, if she was there, I'd be like, you want to move. It's just, it's okay. What's wrong with that seat? There's something stuck. It's okay. <laughs> so you would still
1: put the ruse on. Yeah, I'd be like, okay. it's,
2: like it's not you. Just the seat's terrible. It's the seat.
1: Yeah. I Weird. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm just, I'm I'm weirded out by it. But they had
2: to pick their seats. So part of me wonders if like they looked and they're like, oh, there's someone sitting there. I hate sitting by ourselves. You know, you know how it is. They might need company. Let's sit right by that person. It could be that. It could
1: have been because you can, you could tell. You could.
2: But who picks seats right next to another person? I don't know. I,
1: I. Oh, I have another question for you after this. Go ahead. But, well, well, it's like, okay, can I, can I, can I I do TMI about dudes?
2: Are we about to talk about urinals? Yeah. Oh, that was my question. Right. Oh, we're so synced up so, right now. So, I feel like Stephanie and Jared just get between <laughs> us sometimes. <laughs> Love y'all. So,
1: there's an unwritten etiquette rule about urinals. Okay. Like, all right. So, and it's in it's mostly, I would say, deeply rooted in DNA homophobia.
2: Possibly. <laughs> Most likely yeah. that that
1: predatory or or. If it's not that that DNA of dick shaming, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So while it's hard to to see someone else as junk,
2: you'd have to actively look, right? Right, you'd have yeah. to actively
1: because typically you're shielded unless you're at a pee trough, and that's a whole other nightmare.
2: We're gonna talk about that next because <laughs> I'm so curious. I will say I have never peed in a pee trough. <laughs> All right, I have. I'm gonna have to find one. <laughs> so, so
1: um, but so so the rule. The unwritten rule, the, uh, the etiquette, is that if there's someone out of the urinal, if possible, you don't get it in the next one to right that person. But if the, yeah. but if they're you know it's packed, you do what you got to do. You but just pick whatever's available. Yeah. Tip it. And also, I for me personally, I won't use the handicap one.
2: Okay, I I will say that's the same as like, you know, our restrooms with the stalls. I tend to use the handicap one because it's bigger, and I usually right, have all my kids. Right, right, right. But you know, like if I'm by myself, yeah. So, so I don't go pick it. So,
1: like handicap urinals are like just tiny. They're like tiny and lower. So kids, I mean, it's good for kids and stuff too. So oh, it's, that's it's, so
2: different from ours because the. I mean, it makes sense. But our handicap stalls are bigger. Right. Well, for, we have yeah. we,
1: we have handicap stalls too. I, I know mean, it's just interesting. Dudes also sit down occasionally. Well, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: From time to time. <laughs> For for issues that we're not going to discuss, right? Not on this podcast. <laughs> no, not right now.
1: But uh, so yeah, there's a there's there's that etiquette, and, and of course, no one lo- usually you know I head straight to the wall. It's very military. Just look straight ahead, <laughs> and in my case, I'm just because I'm so me. I'm just like, oh god, I just want to get out of here. I just want to do this. <laughs> just hurry up! And I'm like the fastest wizard, and then you're out. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> and so.
2: Are you worried about them judging you, like, how many times you shake it? No, I'm just crazy. No, I would think about all that. Like, oh, man, I I didn't shake it hard enough the second time. Oh, oh, now you're thinking, oh, I I never even thought about (laughs) that. Now
1: you ruined my anxiety. Uh,
2: I have so many questions. All right,
1: so, so, uh, but shaking is important.
2: (laughs) But I feel like there's a certain number, and then it's no longer important. It's pleasure.
1: That's what they tell you, but, I mean, for me, it's not that pleasurable to just shake it. The kind of
2: person that I am, I feel like if... If I was a man, I would have to, like, get a small piece of toilet paper and dab it. I don't know if I could just shake it and be no,
1: done. You, no, no, no. I don't think I could. You, you could shake it. I don't,
2: like, what if I get pee on myself?
1: First of all, if you're a dude, typically don't really care.
2: Well. I know is, a lot of dudes well, is like, whatever. That is unsettling.
1: Well, you know, dudes are, you know, harder to potty train. You guys so. all have, like, pee crotch. So it's like, whatever. <laughs>
2: whatever. You got in the urinal, that's all that matters, You We get most of it out. Those are drips. Those don't matter. <laughs> right. that, Those that, that, are God's that, drips. <laughs> right.
1: They don't count.
2: <laughs> anyway, so uh, I, feel, I do that with the stalls, though. If there's someone in the first stall, I won't go in the one next to them. I'll go in the... Right. Like, uh, like I'll even it out. Right. I don't like to be right next to someone because then I feel like they can hear me start to pee and I... I don't want them to listen to me pee or like what if I have a lot of pee and they're like, geez, that girl." See, that See, that stuff bothers me too. So. It does. Or like, what if it's just a little bit and they're like, "Why are they wasting their time in the bathroom?" I thought it was more. I was <laughs> like, I'm also surprised. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. It felt like a lot. Yeah, I
2: know. Like it was heavy. It was heavy inside. It's just me. I just gained weight. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, that's weird. I, I think about a lot of that. So. So you question the, it.
1: the pee trough. Oh,
2: uh, it's. Uh, Oh, it's more just tell me about it. I don't really have questions. I mean I have questions ever, but they're you more ever heard like the pre- Like do you guys touch hip to hip? Like how do you guys determine the spots? I hate when you go to a parking lot and it's just gravel everywhere. Like what it's if somebody parks like weird that. I can't handle it's it. It's kinda like, like that. You I need some order. I need some do you guys have lines on the inside like a pool, no. like an Olympic pool, mm, no. so you know where you're supposed to stand?
1: No, not on the Petroff, No, Petrov. Basically, the Petrov literally is like a basin, <laughs> a giant basin, and you. I would just, like to just
2: go take a knife and just put notches <laughs> along the side right. so that there's lines, so there's, there's some sort of order to the chaos.
1: There's, it's, it's, it's got a uh, on outside of what's supposed to be running in there. There's a. Uh, oh, it's supposed a, to be. Ra- there's some running, water. There's you guys r- pee into a waterfall? No, it's not a waterfall. It's like it's coming from the bottom and it runs. It's very little. It basically helps the. The pee get into the drain. It's not okay. a lot too. Okay. And there's always ice in there for some damn reason. Every time I went to the pee trough, there's ice in there. Like okay. Have the, you
2: always gone to the pee trough at bars?
1: Well, no. I haven't had like stadiums used used to have them.
2: You think people are, just, are spilling their drinks? Yeah, that's what they're oh,
1: doing. Okay. they no one, no one's like, oh, I'm drinking the pee. They're not doing
2: that. No, no, I no mean, like they're like they're like it's the, the internet. I'm there's probably someone doing that. Beer or something, it, not beer because you don't right. put ice in beer. And then they're like, oh, sh- that's okay. I'll get another
1: one. Right. Yeah. So I think people are just dumping their cups in there. Because it's a drain. Lazy. Men are the worst. I we swear. are terrible. But you guys are awful. <laughs> but yeah, so the Petroff troff Never the,
2: experienced ice in a toilet. The, the By the way, men.
1: <laughs> Petroffs have n- no barriers or anything. So you're just out willy-nilly.
2: So, But how do you, like, if it's crowded, do you guys go in sideways?
1: No, you just go in. <laughs> I like, like at an angle? No, you,
2: like, no. Hope for the best? <laughs> no. Because if you shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's piece of edge you're like i'm just gonna shoot over you it's fine it's no 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 no, no.
1: that never happens <laughs> no no i mean certain places on the internet once again that probably happens all the time but not in the p trough
2: there's there, i mean i'm disappointed in all of the people who use p troughs right now because there are so many creative ways that you guys can make that work I if i had an a an ability to just angle my pee in any way i wanted to i don't the world is my oyster i have no idea i would do so much <laughs> Part of it would be to pee in the p-trough from away from the p-trough. You,
1: depending on how much you have to go, you don't really get that kind of arc. It's, I mean, it's
2: okay. There's some physics okay. involved. Okay. I mean, I mean,
1: you had to be high and you had to have a lot of it. Cause, oh,
2: I'm not very tall, no, so that's yeah, a
1: problem. Right, and plus, you know, where it's located, it's lower than you know we. You're, you're tall. I mean, I'll, I'll, you let, I'll let it go for bend, now. Bend back. I'm gonna do some to research tri- <laughs> trigonometry to get the arc of the.
2: <laughs> but do you guys touch hip to hip? I have. Have you gotten another where You have to like. Oh, I have me, I have me.
1: I have been there the uh the last time I did the the Petroff um was at it was in New Orleans at I want to say the Superdome before Katrina. I think that's the last time they had Petroff. Interesting. And then first of all I walked in with horrified because I'm always horrified when I'm seeing the Petroff. I'm like oh, t- can I hold it? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
2: I wonder if they made one for women. Can I follow me? Okay. But it's like a round, a round. Is, is the a trough round or is it just a thing on the wall?
1: It's a th- thing on the wall. So this is
2: round, like the, um, the water fountains in Harry Potter. Right. He makes a presence in every one of these. Yes. So it's round, but they have like built-in little toilet seats like right. around the outside. And so you just come in, but you sit backwards and you sit down and pee. I wonder if women would use that. I mean, it's
1: kind of how it is in the military, right? I know for dudes it is. I don't know how. No, women. I think they just
2: don't have they don't have doors, but like I'm saying, like it's a truck. in the same in sense the, <laughs> of there, it's literally right. all connected right. like a fountain. Right. But it has like little pretend seats on it, and you sit down, and everybody's pee goes in together.
1: Yeah, that's. I'm horrified by that. Do thought. you think
2: women would use it?
1: I don't know. I'm not a woman. What do you think?
2: I don't. I I have no idea. I, I guess if I had to pee bad enough, maybe. If it's somewhere where I've been drinking a lot Yes 100% I would use that right, between, I will be inebriated And yeah, will not li- care liquid,
1: liquid cart courage I Oh mean, yeah
2: I'm a badass when I'm drinking Right your badass when i Oh no it's, it's more It's more so Anyway So I was just curious Okay just, That just made me think of that because they make men just kind of like animals. Because <laughs> we are. We expect more of them than to be animals, <laughs> and then we treat them like animals. Right. Like it doesn't make any sense. I right, right, don't get right. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Equality, man.
1: So Are, are, are we good talking about p <laughs> Is there any other pee Do question? Do you
2: want to switch to number two? Oh God, no, okay, no. no So no, yeah, no, I think mm, we are done to back and talk.
1: No, and never on this podcast. A few forbidden but nuggets. on another podcast, <laughs> you can start your own poo no
2: nope. poo cast. <laughs> oh, you said it. I don't even say it.
1: Um, so uh, <laughs> I wanted to talk about. So there there are a few things being remade as uh, movie. You know, they do movie remakes. Right, and then now All they're the doing, time. and they're doing series remakes and or reimagining or revisiting, like Watchmen. They've done Four Weddings and the Funeral re- most recently, and as a series, and they've mm-hmm. done other things as a series, or something else I just read that's coming up as a series. So I, I was wondering, what do you think are sacred cows that should never be made into a series? Harry Potter—they're working on trying to make it a series for HBO. I think they were for okay. for, for a while. When they, they do
2: Harry that, Potter, are they going to do the original Harry Potter books, or are they going to do Harry Potter World?
1: I, I don't know. There was talk about HBO doing Harry Potter, but this was a year a years ago. But now they're doing his Dark material so I'm not sure if that conversation is still happening. Because I think what
2: they're doing happening. with it right now, yeah, they could do that all day long. That wouldn't bother me. Like the whole fantasy, Fantastic Beasts that that whole thing right. where they can explore the world. No, no. For days. But
1: I'm saying I'm, I'm saying as a remake, they look at the you know they look at oh, the no, they better the not remake it seven movies and like let's Harry remake Potter and stuff. They
2: they had such a good cast. It would be really hard for them to do that and not butcher it. I personally think.
1: But a series could get you everything that the That fans everyone's li- complaining is th- missing? ...was missing.
2: True. But I think the only way that that would be something that wouldn't piss people off is if they are able to, without a doubt, commit to the whole series.
1: Well, in Harry Potter's case, I, th- I think... With- I think J.K. would be very much in, uh, involved. Oh yeah. So I, yeah. I I feel safer about a Harry Potter series.
2: I agree. It would it would still be hard. It would I I it would be hard to watch. I don't
1: think it's going to be a sacred. Card. I think you know, you know Warner Brothers has the distribution rights and the the film rights to it. Okay. And um. But they don't
2: have like, if it's film right, I, I could be mistaken. Does that still count for TV show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: they'd have to go through them to do a TV show, and so. Um, they've gotten the new streaming service for HBO Max, right? And so, <sighs> and so that may—I mean, you know—if they need a series for that, that's a good series to go with. A good thing to launch. I mean, yeah. Amazon's trying to relaunch their their uh, streaming service. And they're using—they're doing Tolkien. They're they're doing like a prequel to Lord of the Rings as a series, or they may be doing Lord of the Rings as a series. I, I, I hear both both counts. That. I see.
2: I'm wondering if. And
1: then of course Disney's got all the you know like Star Wars with the Mandalorian and doing all the Marvel stuff.
2: Um, if see, with that in mind, I feel like the Marvel stuff has been doing really well with all of their the way that they remade it and it's it's meshed really well, right, it's right intermixed. Yeah, Marvel has figured out how to make a world, yes, so that they all have their own stories but they all can overlap and different. Yeah, they did a good job with that. Um, I think that is a good argument for them to do something like Harry Potter because they sh- they have shown that they can do it. The thing that that i'm curious about is how much backlash they got with the play which is a play right and like i understand that that's different and a lot of people don't like didn't really comprehend that they're reading a script right but so
1: so they got quote unquote backlash but it's still making a ton of money oh yeah so because you
2: still want to see it because it's harry potter right it's the
1: same thing like with star wars land the galaxy's edge it's, it's not doing well, but it's because everyone waited, did like me. Well, I, I will wait till the crowds die down and all the crowds waited to die down. But it's still, I'm still going. They yeah. still got my money. And I know it's not very big and I know pretty much all you can do in there. And I'm still like, you still got my money. Because uh, I'm for, for, you know, you know, a couple hours, I get to quote unquote be in Star Wars for a minute. So I'm, I'll be, I'll, yeah. so you've got my money along on that. But I think a lot of people stayed away from it because they were like me. I can wait on the crowds. Also, it's in California, and a lot of people, you know, don't want to fly. Yeah. I think Orlando will do better at the end of the month. We'll see how, because it opens hmm. next week. Interesting. So, and I'm, I'm thinking about going in October. We'll see. I'm trying to talk myself into it. I'm going on Halloween Horror Nights. I've talked myself into that.
2: Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, I've just my th- October's so busy. I need a uh, job. Job first, you're right? And then spend all of my money.
1: I just want to. I'm going like on a weekday to do it. So it I might try
2: to plan to go next year.
1: To, so it doesn't cost me a lot, and, but yeah. But anyway, but quite back to the question. Yes. Do you think there's anything that are oh like oh yeah that sacred, was the original? Yeah, the sacred crowds mm. that you you know, movies are are that that they have made they should never remake. Okay. And this came up. I read an article about um, wondering if it's time to remake "It's a Wonderful
2: Life." Oh, I think. Well, that's not true. So when I think about something like that, I go back. Further than, like the eighties, and I mean you know like I go further I than. A while after that, but I
1: found that funny. But I go back further <laughs> than the eighties. <80s. laughs>
2: well, because I me uh, that's me, okay, this, yeah, that's yeah, me
1: yeah. just being a jerk. I'm sorry. You're I apologize good, for that. You're good.
2: I don't know movies past that, guys. That's it. Um, but like if they did, if they started redoing all of the Charlie Chaplin films, for example, right. I, I think I would have a hard time with that. I don't think
1: I don't think they would translate well in today's. I story.
2: don't I don't think they would either because there was, I love Charlie Chaplin and that could go into a whole deep know you conversation. Were a Chaplin fan. Yeah, yeah, I love Charlie Chaplin. But
1: what about the others like Buster Keaton and?
2: I like them too. I think all of those would be hard. So I mean, I guess mine. I'm, t- I'm going to like with the talkies like and silent films, right. so that might be too far back because. It, you ever seen um, Singing in the Rain? Mm-hmm.
1: I recommend it. I have um,
2: seen a scene or two from it. I recommend
1: school. it. I recommend it because it's it's a movie about that that gap between silence and talkies. Yeah. And that I mean that's what the movie's about. You know, this they're making this movie and it's a silent movie and then they realize they can do a talkie and it's a musical and the 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 lead actor and the lead actors they can't sing because they're silent movie stars. They so they ha- they haven't had they to sing. sing. do not have to sing now and so they get. Oh people gosh. to sing for it's so good it's the music alone's fantastic and that
2: might be why I,
1: but seriously i highly recommend seeing everyone out there if you're not seeing singing in the rain see singing in the rain it's fantastic okay and the music's really really good and the dancing is amazing
2: i can't remember and i'm
1: not i'm not like a dancing musical guy for movie wise but, but it's good yeah I, it's 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 There's up
2: there um i loved that that era of when i was in film school the like the transition from silent to the talkies like i i loved that stuff and i loved the silent film era but um there was an actress i can't remember her name because i'm terrible at names there was a whole thing about how she was oh no, no no it wasn't her it was buster keaton and it was like it's somebody like that where they did so good and then sound came out and it destroyed them because they couldn't they didn't sound good
1: yeah but was it buster gives keaton? keaton and i think harold lloyd had the problems too
2: which and is also an interesting Chaplin, thing to not Cha- have to think Chaplin about. Chaplin
1: kind of struggled too. I mean, he didn't. Oh yeah, they all did. Yeah, they all did because it's yeah. a, you know it's a how to. I mean, how to, to deal with that that work that that just sound. A lot of people didn't think you should have sound on film. A well, whole he didn't. Yeah. like his,
2: which I I always found fascinating was his whole mindset of you're not going to come out to to see a ballet and have that the dancer go I'm going to do these 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 and this. And then do it, which is his mindset of going to talkie. Like right. he was like, you don't come out and just announce what you're gonna do; you do it. But at the same time, like I always thought it was fascinating that he would use all these like just musical it, it, it's pieces. It's funny because
1: that's that's kind of a it's almost a hard rule. Isn't it? I not know a, a medium rule in film. It I mean when I was in film school, it was always you know show don't yeah. show don't tell.
2: Yeah, don't say something that you can show. Show exactly. right, show don't tell. So right, I agree. I always loved that, but I also always thought it was interesting that he would say like that. That would be his mindset, but then he spent so much time on the music mm-hmm. uh, to his films. But that is also telling. Like you can tell, you can communicate in many different ways than just words. You might
1: like Bidding and June* as well if you've not seen it. I have not. So Johnny Depp and I saw
2: it as a play though. Yeah, it's, it's I saw it at the um, the Globe Theater in San Diego. Oh, cool! And it was my, one of my favorite plays oh, I've ever
1: yeah, seen. Yeah, they they it's just out on Broadway now, so I guess it just, was amazing. So so movie's really good too.
2: I'll have to watch it, and it has a uh, Robert Downey Jr. Right?
1: Uh, da- Johnny Depp.
2: Oh yeah, him. That's what it was. Uh, Robert I think it was one Jun- of them.
1: Robert, Dan- Robert Downey Jr. was in Chaplin. He did do Chaplin. I yeah. loved that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie.
2: Anyway, that's that's like my. That's my area. Oh, that's cool. That's the, that's I the stuff know. I really like. I, mm-hmm. I um. So I think I would riot if they started to butcher his stuff. Exactly, exactly. Straight riot. What if like you, did you did like at the theater? See,
1: I don't think you could. I I'm with you. I don't think you could do. They don't. They redo. don't have the same impact because right.
2: people now I think would be bored.
1: Also, yeah, I don't think people could sit through a silent there's, movie. There's too I mean, much work. We trying the to sit through a Terrence Malick film. They're mostly the silent films. They're mostly silent, and it's just like, I don't care. <laughs> That's just my mindset. I mean, they're pretty look-at, but...
2: You know what else I think is interesting? And maybe I just... Like, I don't watch movies, obviously. But it felt like before, when we weren't so technologically advanced, that people tried more, and they strove to do more. For example, like with silent films, like, you had to find ways to communicate without talking, and that was something that they did. But then there's also... um, I have it I don't I want to say it's the apartment but I that might not be it but it's the entire film is shot with one single continuous shot right and it's so interesting to watch Mm -hmm. those but I just and again I could just because I'm ignorant and that's all but I I don't ever see movies as often anymore that do it for challenges like that have to overcome challenging so
1: so oh I just dogged him and I'll, I'll, I'll so there's Terrence Malick who okay. is, I think he's a, a uh, this is hard for me to put, I think he's a fantastic filmmaker. I don't like his movies.
2: Interesting. Okay, what is he? Okay, he, first of all, I feel
1: like I need to make Yeah, right stories. now, t- t- yep. I recommend Days of Heaven. I think that's his best. Um, Tree of Life is weird, but it's beautifully stunning to look at. The His shot choices and what he's trying to convey is gorgeous. always very sweeping very just epic in his in scope but when it comes down to things that i like movies for story and characters he lacks interesting because he's more about subtext and what you think instead of being and i'm so used to like i don't i want a story i come in and see a story and see i go in
2: with like the subtext i want that to tell the story right i like when that tells the story
1: but it still has to tell a story. Yeah, oh yeah, right. definitely. And if you don't, the, story, yeah. you don't have a story, you're not a film. See, uh, uh, Tree of Life. I don't think it has a story, and I've read like synopses on this. How brilliant it is! I'm like, yeah, but then these. I'm end, gonna still watch into, it,
2: and then we're gonna go back and talk about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: sure. Yeah, Tree, watch Tree of Life. It's got uh, Brad Pitt, and
2: we can do it like during the next meeting or something. But I can tell you if I thought I right, saw a story. Right. right. Oh, Have uh, fun.
1: Uh, Melancholia. You would probably like. Is that a person? No, it's a movie. Uh, it's, uh, I can't think of the guy's director's name right now. He did. Um, Antichrist. What, did you say? what was it? Melancholia. Mm-hmm. So, there, okay, so in 2000, yeah, mel, it's like Melancholy, but it's Melancholia. And it's got oh, Kirsten Dunst in it. Yeah. Um, so, there were Dunst. two movies that year. I think that's 2011. There were two movies that came out that year about another planet colliding into the Earth. Okay. Or, you know, or, or coming, well, coming, like they had found another planet, like another Earth. And Melancholy is about the one that's colliding into the planet. The other one, which I think is superior, is called Another Earth. Okay. And um, th- th- they're fun to watch together because they're similar films. Melancholy had this beautiful epic budget, and it's got, like, you know, beautiful costume. The medicine scene in it is fantastic. You know, the sets are great. The costumes are wonderful. It's And then at, uh, Another Earth is really done on a street shoestring budget. Budget. Mm-hmm. But it's a superior film, and I, I feel like my, that
2: usually and happens. And so
1: I, it, because I like the story to it. The s- story is about, um, the night they discover this thing in the sky that ends up being another version of the, this planet Earth that's coming toward us. This Spent young girl. all
2: that time looking for it, and there it is coming right. Right. Well,
1: at us. just it kind of just appeared, and so but everyone could kind of see it in the sky at first, and so you know this young girl's listening on the radio hearing it, and she's sticking her head out the window to look at it, and uh, I think she had been drinking too, and um, she crashes her car into a family, kills the family, and serves prison time for she was drinking, because she's her prison time for it, and then um, after prison, she tries to reconnect with the husband of the family. And they do, but she never real She doesn't tell who she is.
2: That she killed the family. Yeah, right. She, so she's. Oh, she that's goes, deep.
1: So she serves as his housekeeper mainly for. He tries to pay her. I think she takes a little bit more, but it's her way of atoning in her mind. Yeah. Um, that's the A story. The B story is this planet that's coming to us, and it turns out to be Earth. And it's not just Earth; it's literally another copy of us. They they send signals out to, it, and signals will come back, and it's the same people talking to each other.
2: Oh, that's weird. Like right. a shadow.
1: Right, and it's and so. It, so they're thinking about, they're, they want to send a ship to this other, the spaceship to this other earth. And she writes, it's a contest, you can, you, you know, to, to get on the ship. And so she writes this letter about what she'd done. And she says that, you know, in the old days, when they, people wanted to come to the new world, they didn't send their best and brightest, they sent criminals, which was true. I'm a criminal, this is what I've done, and so this is why, she. You know, and so they pick her to go. And it's oh, it's oh, it's so good. It's
2: does she go find the Copy Family and bring them back to him? Um, no, don't no, tell me, don't no, tell no me. No spoilers, no Thank spoilers. You.
1: It 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 has I'm really good at guessing. It has one of my favorite endings in all of cinema history. Another
2: Earth. Yeah. Okay. It's one of my favorite movies.
1: Okay. Melancholy is good too, but it's it's like it's it's deep and surreal. It's very surreal. All of his films are are surreal. So okay, he's so. I'll
2: look him up. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, anyway, so no, I was just
1: thinking about Sacred cow- Cows again, and we just got on another tangent. Yeah,
2: um, I don't, I don't know. I'm not very good at thinking about those kind of things. I, but I do think that that generation right. would be hard to translate. I will
1: also post trailers to these movies in yes, the show the show notes, so you can actually see where they are, so everyone else can can come along and join us on that. Um, you know, s- <sighs> Sacred Cows. I don't think you can. <laughs> Nor should you ever. I don't think you should remake *Gone with the Wind*. It's problematic now. It's probably you know it's problematic anyway, but yeah. problematic as it is, I still love it. Yeah, I, I love that movie. I, and I think oh. I always will love it, and I've tried to look at it like I'm woke, and I'm like, mm, still <laughs> love that movie. I understand that. As also- long, as
2: I feel like it's still history. Like you, it was a different time, right? And we are growing and adapting as people, right? So I, as long as you recognize, that right? Watch it, but right. Be aware, Because I, I,
1: mean, I, I'm having, I'm having real problems with some of that stuff. Trying to figure out how I accept and watch things. Uh, yeah. like, like, I, you know, I'm soft on Going the Wind because I love it. I'm very hard on Roman Polanski for his crimes, so I don't watch Roman Polanski films. Yeah, the guy who made um, Jeepers Creepers and Powder and all that uh, is a pedophile. He's a registered, registered sex offender. I don't watch his films either
2: so here's i'm
1: I'm a staunch on that
2: so when baby driver came out right um what's his nuts is in that
1: there's lots of what's his nuts in it
2: um he just got in trouble like in his movie uh spacey i think so yeah 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 so that that like all happened about the same time right and i saw baby driver and i like it it's I like it a lot. Right. It's a good movie, right. and I had a hard time with that too, right. because I don't oh, support. I, I, but at the same time, I was like, all these other people were involved, and even though he's terrible, and I don't I, agree I, with I, that, I, yeah, I, you know,
1: it's it's a it's a it's an interesting line that we live in right now. The same way I feel yeah. like, like I won't watch spacey stuff anymore. Most of spacey stuff, and I hate to say most, because I love the Big Kahuna. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, and he's in it, and he's brilliant in it. And yeah. so do I. How it's. For me personally, and this is a personal decision for everybody because you can't tell yeah, me yeah. what to like yeah, and not exactly. to like anyway, and then how to deal with this anyway. But the question comes down to how do I reconcile or separate the work from the man?
2: Oh, was it you that we just recently talked about this with Chick fil A? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's because that was the thing with me where it's like, it, I don't agree with how Chick fil A believes, but if like I were to walk in there and they treated me different because right. of it, I would have a problem. Right. But if they're going to treat me like a human, then I feel like it's fine. It's once, like, I don't know, like they act on it, I guess. It's, that, yeah, it's now weird. that I've said that, I was like, I don't agree with that either. Right, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tough, tough thing.
1: Um, I, I watched, uh, moving on to next time, but I um, watched Mindhunter season two this weekend. Have you, not, have you seen Mindhunter yet? Mm-mm. It's really good. It's a serial killers thing. It's uh, about FBI profilers. Um, I think so. it's, uh, I think
2: a good friend of mine watches that.
1: And it's on. Um,
2: no, without a trace. It's a. Yeah, that's the one that. This was. is.
1: It's only two seasons on Netflix, and it's done by. Um, oh, the guy who did Zodiac, um, Fincher, David Fincher, did it, and uh, it's brilliant. And so this season's about mostly about the Atlanta child murders. murders oh, okay. that happened in the early '80s, and I didn't know as much about it. I went so, but here's what I brought up. The reason why I bring bring it up. Hey, first of all, if you've not seen Mindhunter, everyone should see Mindhunter. But because of me, I binged it, like it's nine episodes, and I binged it quick, uh-huh. like in two days, and like nine hours in two days. I'm sad. I have, I have no life.
2: No, oh, that's what binging is. And
1: so, uh, but, and I got, does it. but I got really interested in the Atlanta child murders, and so I was like, oh, I love podcasts. I make one. I'll see if there's an Atlanta a podcast on it, because there's a ton of true pro- crime podcasts yeah. out there. And I did, and I found it, and, and so... It's an okay podcast. It's it's a deep dive and talking about you know the victims' families and friends of those victims and, so, and what happened. Here's my problem. Okay. I understand that a podcast uh, um, has ads. When we did ads at the beginning of our show, mm-hmm. and ads help pay for the show. I'm totally okay with that. But here's my issue. So you're like, and then they found the head inside a duffel bag. You know what else is comfortable? Caster mattresses.
2: Seriously?
1: <laughs> Seriously, the segues are so terrible at it. It's oh like,
2: my, you know what else is comfortable?
1: You know, it's like it's I mean it's not I mean I'm not quoting word for word, but I it know, seems but like it's it was like, you know what else is comfortable? Caster mattresses. You can get your own caster mattresses. It's oh like my gosh. Podcast slash murder. And it's mm-hmm. like
2: like you're involved like you're like, ingrained you're like, in it. It's like it's like appropriate. Like, Matt, it's like
1: also, it's like uh and he hacked his wife to death.
2: Like the Truman Show and right, well, with the thing.
1: It, it's like, and he hacked his wife to death. If you like hatchets, you can go down to Ace Hardware. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it was just. I mean, it's yeah. like that. I mean, it was. So, I don't know. You know, he ate his liver with some father beans. But now you can go to Blue Apron and get.
2: I mean,
1: I mean, that's how I felt listening to this because the 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 commercial breaks were so awkward. You just
2: made those so well, so quickly, and just, it just. I mean, just popped in my head, but it's.
1: I Listen to those and the, just how awkward and weird they were. And I'm just like, we're in a really deep... I understand you got ads. You got to have ads, but it's like...
2: I wonder why they would do that, though. Because I feel like you, would, like, dro- like you would get your audience, right? You would captivate them and you would get them really involved in the story and then shake them out of it. Why would you want to do that?
1: I know. He was a sexual sadist. And men, are you dealing with ED? You could take these little purple... <laughs> I
2: mean, just
1: like... <laughs> I mean, it was just like that. It's, I don't know. It was, it was weird. I, was, I just wanted to bring that up. It just right. bothered me. Um, so our next week's movie, we're we're uh, we're plugging along. Our next week, we're going to look at half a movie, technically. This time around, the first half of a movie.
2: Okay. Yep.
1: And so, and um, we're going to look at the 1990 version of it. But we're only doing the first day of mini- the mini series, the first, the first one when they're all kids.
2: Wait, okay, so now I'm confused. Right. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. We're gonna watch the the old
1: it. Yeah, the old it.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the old it yeah. was a
1: mini series, and was it was it went over two nights, I think. But we're just
2: the first part of the. Mini-series. We're only we're
1: only watching the first night of it, the okay. first first part of it when they were cool. all kids. So basically, it chapter one, the ver- the original version. And the reason why we're watching that is because It Chapter 2 comes out September 6th. And so we're looking forward to It Chapter 2. I would play a trailer for you. But I can't play a trailer for you because the TV TV trailer has no real audio. There's a little bit of music. But I will, I will post...
2: Speaking of silent films. Right. It's kind of a
1: silent kind of thing. And, I've, and I can't really find a trailer that goes along with it. So uh, we will... Um, I will post the trailer in the show notes. I also would have been played the, I kind of want to play this one. I'm just trying to figure out how to reword it. I'll do it this way. Uh, you've never read it, right?
2: Um. Actually. Did you? I, I read a lot of Stephen King. Right.
1: Do you remember reading it?
2: If I did, I was younger, but I own it.
1: Right. So I can't ask you what do you think it's about because you've seen the chapter one, right?
2: The new one? Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: So it's similar. Yeah. So, what do you think the 1990 version is different?
2: Oh, for just the first part of the, the whole part, thing?
1: Yeah, for the first part. What do you think is different about it?
2: Um, and we'll see if you're right next week. Okay. So, with it having been separated, there's more involved. And I want to say that maybe, perhaps, in the first one, the clown doesn't change. Because in the new one, the clown, cha- it changed to what they're scared of. Correct? But the clown was the. He was always a clown. the constant. I thought he cha- Like I thought he they saw him as.
1: he was the dancing clown. He's always the clown. I thought
2: he was like a Bogart.
1: A Bogart?
2: A Bog? Yeah, like like in Harry Potter. I thought he was like a Bogart. What's he a changed? Bogart? Okay, a, a Bogart. Thank you. Yes. I don't know what a Bogart
1: um, is. I'm learning something.
2: I feel like we we witnessed this. Okay, um, in uh, Harry Potter number three that we watched. Mm-hmm. Okay, Prisoner of Azkaban, um, there's a oh, whole the Shawshank scene redemption one. Yeah. There <laughs> where there's like a suitcase and a monster's, ca- oh, it was like oh, a yeah, cupboard yeah, 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 yeah. and the monster's coming right, out right, and it right. changes each time. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. That's called a Bogart. Okay. So for some reason I felt like it was like a Bogart, like it was whatever you're scared of. No, it's a clown. Is it always a clown or yeah. is it just bringing what you're scared no, of? No, it's a clown. It's always a clown. Yeah, it's a clown. Always. It's a clown. Oh, um, then I don't know. I'm out. Maybe in the original one it changes.
1: And so the, the, he also—I mean—he will affect things that you're scared of. Like in in the new one, he he was the old woman in the painting for Stanley.
2: Yeah, that, I think that's what but I was he, thinking but, of. But it was but, always him.
1: Yeah, but he's he's always a clown. He, okay, yeah, the clown's okay, always gotcha, there. Gotcha, gotcha. The so he's more like everyone saw the peeps. He, like even um, uh, what's the kid's name who was uh, who broke his arm? Um,
2: Literally, no idea. The yeah. one taking all the pills. Yeah,
1: the one t- you yeah, know well, he he sees the diseased hobo guy. But in the end, he also sees Pennywise. So. There's
2: a fly. Sorry, I was getting attacked by a fly. fly a brindle fly was um, here. <sighs> maybe <laughs> in maybe he does more to the whole child population instead of just triggering these kids.
1: All right, yeah. we'll find out next okay, week.
2: Well, I'm going to go with that.
1: Uh, I have a... Um, I have a uh, I'll have a new prize pack too for uh, us. I haven't figured out what I'm going to, the contest yet, but we'll figure out. For it? For it. But uh, I do, I I will say this. uh, I have a, I've gotten my hands on a, it Pennywise Funko Pop from the 1990 movie, which is a little harder to get. And I managed to grab one.
2: We'll do anything for you, cultists.
1: And I will, I'm will i giving it away next week, so. Give it away, give it away, so give it away. You look yeah. forward to that. Well, that's it for me. Just anything else for you? Anything nope. you want to add? No, I'm good. Well, on that note, we will end with, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye.
0: you for listening to the Mobcast Network.